This is Nirmata Kaufman, and I'm your host for the Economy of Consciousness podcast. Welcome. We're so happy to have you here. This podcast was created for you and for everyone in the world and the world itself. And if we could have anything from it, it would be to know that we contributed to you knowing that you are an infinite being, that you can be and receive anything that you choose, and that every molecule in the universe is here to contribute to you, and that ask and you shall receive truly is one of the most pragmatic tools that you can use. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Economy of Consciousness. It's so good to see you today. I'm Nirmada, and I have the special guest with me who seems to be a regular on my podcast because I love speaking with her, the one and only Heather Smith. Hi, Heather. Hi, everybody. Thanks so much for having me on with you again, Nirmada. Well, I'm going to describe you in a different way today. So I've known Heather a lot of years, and you know what? She's a badass of consciousness. That's how I'm going to describe you. I love talking with you. You have so much space and so much allowance and such a unique perspective and awareness with awareness that it always creates something greater for me, whether I'm having a great day and I want to have someone to chat with or if I've kind of, you know, gotten myself in a little bit of a, you know, a little bit of a rut and I need somebody who's got that amount of space and awareness to just even just say one word or one thing that's going to pop me out of it. And I tell you, you are one of my go-tos. So I'm so happy to have you here. Hi. Hi. Oh, wow. Thanks for the amazing introduction. (laughs) Very cool. It's my pleasure. And it's, uh, you know, I always enjoy getting the chance to talk about awareness and what else is possible for, for us and our lives and the future and so I can't wait to jump into today's topic. Let's see where we go. So today's topic, which was, I was having a conversation with someone else today and it, it popped and I'm like, oh, I got to ask Heather to do a, 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 a podcast record today. And it's, the topic is being the leader of your own reality. Yeah, I love that topic. And it's like perfect day, perfect timing. The consciousness always has perfect timing. It's just amazing. It's been the conversation all day long for me (laughs) and what I've been exploring. So it couldn't have been better timing. (laughs) Why don't you, and I want to just say to the listeners, in case they're listening to this podcast and haven't listened to previous ones, or they're not aware of Access Consciousness, Heather Smith and myself were both Access Consciousness facilitators. And if you want to know more about Access Consciousness, you can go to accessconsciousness.com. And we'll talk more about that later. So I just, because we're not going to slow down in this, um, in this, in this uh, conversation. And we also want you to be included with it in case yes. it's going fast. <laughs> right. Based in this 10 seconds. Cool. So tell me, Heather, what is to you 
what does being the leader of your own reality mean to you? I think the, the biggest like fundamental of that is really just knowing what's actually true for you. So, so for me, it's, it's knowing what's true for me and it's not, it, it's, it's where I get to be me no matter what is showing up and not give myself up for other people, not have to fight other people and their point of view and what's true for them and like allow for the difference of me um and not just with other people but with myself like allow myself to actually be as different as i am and have the different perspective that is just natural to me and works for me um without proving without anything just because that's what's fun for me <laughs> to live that way. <laughs> so. I, well, I love it. That's such a good point. What's fun for you? And I remember years ago, Gary Douglas, the founder of Access Consciousness. Um, I remember him talking many years ago. It was probably at least eight years ago, if not more, where he talked about choosing as you, not even for you, choosing as mm -hmm. you. That oftentimes people choose for themselves, which actually means against others. Yeah. Actually as you. So let's talk about that because you really hinted upon that in yeah. what you said. Well, I think I first would want to mention two aspects of that that are when I'm not being me, which is exactly what you just described of, of like, I'm going to choose for me, which is really in reaction to other people around me and what they're choosing or what they're trying to get me to choose. So that's like a, just a, a reality of reaction and resistance also. So there's that aspect. The other aspect for me that's been about not being myself is it's been so easy for me to know what other people require of me and desire of me and what works for them. Like that was super clear and easy. So it was very easy for me to give myself up for what anybody else required or desired of me because it was so clear so those are examples of me not being myself or not including myself so the biggest transition for me to choose something different than those two items was to just include myself like okay i get this person needs this of me or requires this of me but what would i really like to choose like just because i can deliver this or be this for them doesn't mean I have to. So what would I like to choose? And the same with the, the other end I was describing of resistance and reaction. Like, wow, if I wasn't having to fight this person or prove anything or, or resist, what, what would I really like to choose? What, what would be true for me in this situation? I think that's how I would describe the difference. <laughs> what, and then what, one thing that you said is about like, what, like, what is it that you'd really like to choose? For the, for the listeners out there, like what are some of the pointers and awareness you could gift regarding getting clear about what you actually do desire to choose? What, what's fun for you, but not as a reaction to others? What is a true choice? Wow. Well, that's a really good question. <laughs> and there isn't, yeah, <laughs> that's maybe always the question. Um, <laughs> um, so there isn't, 
I guess the, there isn't a solid and definable answer to that. It's, it's going to be uh, unique to each individual in knowing themselves and, and noticing how they're making a choice. Like, are they do, making a choice based on reaction and wanting to fight a person? Or are they, are they trying to please somebody by going along with them? You know, it's like, what, what's the choice being based on? Um, I think is maybe one of the easiest ways to discover that. And then one of the things in Access Consciousness that we talk about is the kingdom of me versus the kingdom of we. And the kingdom is, of me is about me, 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 where you really cut your awareness off that you actually live in a world that does include other people and yeah. in a universe that includes a lot else known and unknown that it does <laughs> exist and that where the kingdom of we is where you make your choices based on including you in the choices as well as everyone else and what will those choices create and i think that's such a big part of having the ease in your world with actually choosing as you being the creator of being the creator of being a leader in your own life it's um yeah wow i just went to so many different spaces and places <laughs> i'm like what's the question again <laughs> i just went totally it's blank more, on that one so much more of a statement than a question but let's let's phrase it as a question so for the listeners out there what are some of the steps or awarenesses or choices that they can make for choosing as the kingdom of we, which includes them and everyone else with being the leader of their own reality. Yeah, so it's, it's a funny thing with all of this. It's like, it, some people may say it's semantics or it seems, like not not that big of a choice or a difference but it really is a like different realities if you're functioning from the kingdom of me then it's you know it's that narcissistic um self-centered just you don't you don't consider what effect your choice has on other people and you know that's very common in the world today, and I think it's getting amplified even more of of so many people wanting everything to be exactly how they would like it to be and and that's it and there's no space there's no allowance to include what works for other people as well and people often are mistaken in the point of view that it's either their way or it, like that it has to be all their way or all somebody else's way and that there's no middle ground there's no inclusion um with each other and and i'm not talking about compromise either um compromise is kind of a pale version of kingdom of we because when you're really including yourself and you're also including your awareness of everybody else and where they're functioning from it isn't about compromise it's a, a, about awareness of what your choice is going to create and is it because it's so when you are in the 
kingdom of we that includes everybody, your choices include you, they include them, and they actually create something greater for everybody. They, they create greater, like things that work better. So for example, like, like a practical everyday example of this is, have you ever had like a scheduled meeting with somebody and it's like, it was really important to both of you. It's like, it was, you put a lot into arranging it and, it, or it's creating something you're really excited about and it just is not going to work for you that day or at that time. And you're like, oh my God, I, I can't believe this isn't going to work out and I can't do this. And then you, you know, go, let the person know this really just isn't working for me. I have like whatever else going on that I have to handle. And the other person was like, oh my goodness, I'm so glad because it totally wasn't working for me either. <laughs> you know, <laughs> That's like some of the ways that it can show up where when you really include what truly works for you, um, it often also works better for the other person. Yeah. And, you know, one of, uh, a couple of the things that is our things that are very common that you would hear common or uncommon common that you would hear within access consciousness is that consciousness includes everything and judges nothing. So that's mm -hmm. one really important part of really being the leader in your own life because yeah. you're functioning from judgment one is you're cutting off your awareness to what can be chosen and what is required including everyone including yourself that's one thing and the other thing is is that uh, a leader is someone that knows what they're choosing they're aware of what they're choosing and they are going there as the invitation whether anyone else comes or not they're going to go anyways yeah. And so I think those are two really important points to bring into this where it's, again, including yourself in the computation as you, not against others. You're including your awareness of everyone else. Yeah. And you're not judging what you're aware of or the choices you're making. And you're including everyone and in everything. Yeah, so, you know, that can't be overstated. I think what you said about having some clarity about what's true for you and where you're going in your life. And, you know, so many things we have in our own internal world that we can't explain or describe. It's like, you know, it's like those times where you, you just know you have to go to this a particular event or to a location in the world, or there's just something you know you have to do. I think being a leader in your own life is really functioning from that in your everyday living where you just, even if you can't explain it or justify it or describe it, like there's things that you know, you, there's things that you know you're here to do and be and nothing is going to stop you. And again, it's not about proving anything and it's not about choosing against others. It's about really knowing what's true for you and going for it no matter what it looks like and no matter what it takes, um, which is actually from a space of allowance. It's allowance for you, um, which is, you know, it's different. Nobody really talks about that <laughs> except for an access. And also uh, one of the things they talk about in access is that a choice is only good for 10 seconds. And any listeners, mm -hmm. that, that sounds really outrageous and you're not familiar with that, just Google it. There's a lot of information. Um, that's free and access as well as books and different telecalls you can buy that would 
have that information. So we'll just keep going with that. So that, that if you choose something based on Kingdom of We, based on as you, based on what you're aware of, including everyone else, being the leader in your own reality, you know you need to go there and you choose something and you're truly being that energy with your choices, what you choose in one 10 seconds, 10 seconds later, it might require a different choice. It might not also, but it's, it's a moving, living energy. It's like a flower and a plant that's growing. If you look at it in one 10 seconds, 10 seconds later, it will have grown. It may be microscopic, but if you're really paying attention to it, or if you had it on a slow motion camera, you would see 10 seconds later that the plant grew or your hair grew. You would be able to actually see that. And that's really what it's like with choosing and being the leader of your own reality. It's constantly changing. And you really, it requires you being on your toes and being astute and knowing you are going there, whatever it looks like, whatever it takes. And you may have to, like everything you thought was real and true, another 10 seconds later might completely crumble before your eyes and you know you have to let it go and choose something different. Well, yeah, and that one of the keys with that and how that can show up is that nobody really gives us this information except the access consciousness is the only place I've found it, is that you truly only get awareness after you choose something. So it's like if you've ever, I don't know, had somebody ask you out on a date and you say yes, and then the moment you say yes, you just absolutely know it's a bad idea, right? <laughs> like it's just, it's so clear, but you don't get that total clarity of awareness until you, after you make the choice. So if you allow yourself to actually function from this, this idea of 10 second increments of choice, you would notice it's gonna. It's a terrible choice, and you shouldn't make it. And you would actually allow yourself to choose again. You would allow yourself to say, oh, you know what? I know I just said yes, but I realize whatever. You can make up a story. I have something else to do, or somewhere else to be, or you know. It's like giving yourself permission to choose again. There. What if there is no choice that you have to stick with longer than ten seconds? And yeah, it's a, it's a very dynamic way to live, but it's also really empowering because it gives you the freedom to, to practice following what you really know in your everyday life. Yes, I would agree with that. And what I, what I, it, it is, it's extremely empowering. And that's, I mean, we could have a whole topic just on this. I think we're going to do another podcast. I'll, I'll send you a message on choosing in 10 second increments. Yeah, uh, sounds good. Increments of choice. That there's another, there's a, kind of weaving the elements together that we've talked about with the kingdom of we with being the leader in your own reality is how the awareness came up today to do this podcast is mm -hmm. I was speaking earlier today with a dear friend of mine who had just had a conversation with her family and her kids, and they had come to an acknowledgement of how amazing it actually was. And I want to acknowledge that there's a lot of people, so today is June 12th, 2020, 
There's obviously we're three months or more into a pandemic. A lot of us are still in places where there's lockdowns. So just to give a reference for this. And mm -hmm. there's been a lot of stuff with like racism and other things, especially um, with protests in the United States and actually worldwide, a lot of reform, a lot of changes. And I want to acknowledge like anyone on the planet who, no matter what your skin color, what your ethnicity, what your financial background, there's been a lot of racism to acknowledge anyone who has ever received any form of hate or racism towards them. Yeah. So I want to acknowledge that because this person happens to have, um, you know, Caucasian skin. Mm -hmm. And so does everyone in their family. Um, they do live in a foreign country from the US. And for several years, her and her family has lived in a foreign yet close to country, same language as mm -hmm. where they're from. And they received a huge amount of racism for living in another country, being from another country. Mm -hmm. And they finally realized today, after many years, that they acknowledged that they had, because they had had no resistance and reaction to the people impelling and imposing racism on them, it really threw the people who were doing the racism for a loop because they didn't have a point of view about it. And they finally acknowledged today after many years that they changed those people and they changed those situations because they could be that. And so I wanna just add in the element of when you are being the leader of your own reality, when you're doing Kingdom of We, when you're choosing as you and not for you, you, if that, I just want to ask all the li listeners who are being that and doing that to, to even if it's years ago, acknowledge what you changed around you, the world that you changed around you, that even if you acknowledge it today, you actually changed the past and you're creating the future. So let's just add that element into this conversation. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's, it's one of the most powerful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of energy with all of that. So it's, wow, yeah. So there's so many directions we could go with this. Um, I think I would say when you're being a leader of your own life and a leader of your reality, um, to me, it just keeps coming back to that the same point that I've said of you don't have anything to prove and you also don't have to fight anyone or resist anything so uh, that beautiful description you just gave of of your friends and the amount of allowance that they had for other people to have the point of view that they have and not resist it also not fight it and not try to you know prove otherwise is such a powerful way to function in the world and it, it takes some courage, you know, it takes some courage in the face of so much intensity and such contraction um, to really just be that space and be like, yeah, hi, here I am. Sorry, I, I, this lifetime I was born with white skin <laughs> and, and not even sorry, just like, here I am. You know, it's, 
and nothing, nothing else, like no charge on it, no What was nothing. interesting was the people doing the racism wasn't for them, wasn't the skin color, it was that they were from another neighboring country. Yeah. I think that, so the, the piece about allowance is a really important one, and I want to yeah. talk about that, and, and also about the acknowledgement that when you be that, you are changing the world around you, and the more yeah. you change the world around you, you're being a leader without even recognizing and acknowledging you are, because you are changing the past, you are creating the future that doesn't exist, and you're changing everything around you in that moment, and everyone and everything around you and all the molecules. And I know that sounds like a mouthful, but it really is how the universe works. And so I just want to invite all of our listeners to really acknowledge where you've been that and done that and haven't acknowledged it and watch what shows up now. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah. So I want to give another example of this from my own life. So I'm, uh, I'm part Cherokee and I'm a, a Cherokee nation tribal member. And, um, so there was a man that I was friends with and I'm a 10th Cherokee and, um, and uh, I'm able to be a tribal member because I know my lineage and can prove it, like prove how much uh, Cherokee blood that I have. That's like part of the rules of the Cherokee nation. So this man that I was friends with, he was uh, full-blooded Indian and from two tribes. And so we used, we had at some point, we had some conversations about racism because um, he was like, really against uh, anyone with uh, who is black, anyone with dark skin. And I was like, what? I, I actually had the ability to have a conversation with him about this and ask him why. Because to me, it didn't make sense. <laughs> like, I, I don't, I just didn't get it at all. Um, you know, racism has never made sense to me. But so he was willing to explain his point of view about it, um, which was, that as a Native American, his culture had been totally decimated and, and basically, uh, you know, has been tried to wipe Native Americans off the face of the earth, right? Like totally destroy the culture, destroy the language, destroy the heritage, and not honor it in, in any way. Um, whereas with uh, like African culture and black culture that had been brought to America, how that has begun to become integrated into our society. You know, rap music is super popular and, um, you know, basketball stars are superheroes. <laughs> and, you know, all of the ways in which um, people from African descent have, their culture has been embraced, has been integrated to some degree into our culture and is like allowed and admired. So it, it was just a really, um, so many different angles of lack of allowance, right? <laughs> to the, the, it's like um, what we choose to be an allowance of and what we do not choose to be an allowance of and the history of that. So it was just, um, I guess I wanted to bring that up just to point out that allowance can 
be had in so many different ways, in so many different areas of our life, and from so many different points of view. It's like, if my friend had allowance for the history of his people, maybe he wouldn't feel so disempowered today because it's like, you know, he's done all sorts of things. He's created all sorts of things, regardless of being Native American. Like there were things in his life that that wasn't a factor that determined anything. Um, he was still able to create, to do. So it, it's, um, to me, all of this comes down to the allowance we have for ourselves, no matter who we are, no matter where we come from, no matter our background, our race, our religion, our culture, our country, like, do we truly have allowance for ourselves? And when we do, it's very easy to have allowance for the differences in others. And it's way easier to be a leader in our own life. Wow, I love it. Yeah, I think um, to circle to where we began the conversation about that, you know, it's, it's not like you say one day, I'm going to choose as me now. I'm not going to, you know, choose for me and against others you know what, it's, a, it's, it's being aware of when you're doing it or when you're not, yeah. and being willing to just change on a dime. But it can, it can, yes, you can make a demand that you're gonna choose as you and never again choose against others. And in reality, you know, a lot of these things come up in layers, they do. Yes. And you get to something and you have a freedom, and then, you know, unbeknownst to you, maybe a, an hour later, a day later, a week later, a month later, you know, you may have opened up, you know, the can of worms where something else you didn't know was in there and points of view you had or a resistance and reaction that was in there boils up to the, to the top. And so I think it's yeah. really, you know, part of being a leader in your own life is really being not lying to yourself and being aware, being honest with yourself and yeah. being aware of what is when it comes up and having the allowance that it's there and then, and then the willingness and the demand to choose something different and allow that to, to, to let, let that go. So it's, again, oh. that 10 second increments, because it's not always going to be peaches and cream. <laughs> that comes up that's uncomfortable to look at but if you're willing to actually look at it that is really also such an element of being a leader in your own reality absolutely and that's a beautiful description of allowance of yourself it's like allowance of yourself is about uh no judgment having no judgment about the choices you made in the past and how you were being in the past um, even if the past was, you know, five seconds ago and not making it wrong, not making it right. Both of those are judgment. And it's like when we hold on to those things, that's not allowance. You can't have allowance and judgment at the same time. So it's like really you're, you're choosing one or the other moment by moment. And allowance for self is really about, again, not judging what you've been choosing up to this moment 
having that honesty with self to acknowledge it, like, wow, I've really hated this kind of person, or I've really hated this person in my life. Okay. <laughs> Do I still want to keep hating them? Do I still want to keep choosing, you know, this reaction to this person or the situation, or could I choose something different? And there's a whole lot of tools in access consciousness. This actually could go a lot deeper. And their access consciousness has a ton of tools to truly change these things on a fundamental level um, in a really easy way. But I think what Nirmada and I have described uh, gives you kind of a, a basis uh, or some information about how this can look in your everyday life. Oh my goodness. I, um, wow. I just got a great text from, from someone. I'm just going to say it. What the hell? <laughs> so we, you know, this is, I know this is a little bit off topic, but I'm going to say it anyways, because it just brought such a joy to my world. So I'm just going to share it. <laughs> so, you know, one of, I, I'm, I've been obsessed with, with, um, studying the cosmos. And Dane, one of the, the founders and creators of Access, well, he came on board after Gary Douglas founded it, but he's, I consider him one of the founders. We all are, because how many lifetimes have we been contributing to <laughs> and to creating a future that's never existed yet, that's starting to show up now? Yeah. So kudos to all of us. <laughs> and, and I will say too, that the tools of Access are amazing. For anyone listening that is curious, please, Again, go to accessconsciousness.com. There's tons of free tools and free stuff there. And the classes are amazing. The tools really work. And out of being a seeker myself my entire life, and probably lifetimes, but really being a seeker my entire life and knowing it, that I, I've tried just about every church, cult, and religion imaginable. and the one thing that I know about access is that the tools work every time. If you actually use the tools and you choose to use them and you be the tools, which is a whole nother topic in, a, in and of itself, it's not just the doing, it's being and doing, that they do work every time and it's not linear, it doesn't always show up instantaneously in that moment. And sometimes the choice you make, it clears the past, it creates a future and it changes where you're at right now and sometimes it shows itself an hour later a day later a week later years later it reveals itself but it does always work and that's the thing i love about it i just cannot say enough good um things about it but there was uh dane one of the founders of access he was doing uh, a telecall recently and he's really obsessed as well about the cosmos and about the universe and how it works. And, you know, we came from stardust. So we all literally, literally the composition of the earth and our bodies came from stars and from the, then the death of stars and then the supernova, which is the death of a star and that we literally flew here from a supernova. We actually flew. And so I had the awareness the other day, wait a minute, if we, flew here from supernovas, then we really do know how to fly. <laughs> so yeah. I, texted that, I texted that to Dane a few days ago. And while we're doing this, this, this um, 
podcast recording, he wrote me back, thank you. Isn't that awesome? Let's fly. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Really, isn't anything possible? And I actually, before this telecall, I put it on my bucket list because I have known there's, there's other telecalls now with, with Gary going on about bodies and changing bodies and like letting like that, that, that we've changed tracks, which is a whole nother topic within itself, but that we've changed tracks. We're now on a track that's getting created daily. It's not, we're creating the future. It's not. And that, that track we were on, like that's gone. It's actually gone and that we can't actually really access it anymore. No, we can't access it because it's actually is finished. And so I had the awareness, oh gosh, some months ago that I actually, that my, when I asked my body, that my body actually knows how to fly. And Gary, the founder of Access said, well, it's the only reason you can is because like all the lifetimes that you've picked up that you can't or people have told you. And I'm like, screw that. You know what? I'm being the leader of my own reality. And that includes in this lifetime, that includes my beautiful body. Yes. And so prior to us having this conversation today, like an hour before, I realized that, you know what? I'm having that. I'm going to be that and have that. And I have a bucket list in this lifetime that whatever it is, I don't care if it takes the rest of my life or it occurs tomorrow that I'm going to fly in this lifetime for real, for reals. And that that requires being the leader in my own reality and including my body and allowing my body to be the leader of its own reality where we have a communion with all of that together. That's a whole nother topic where there's a communion of it and where I listen to my body and I allow my body's consciousness and wisdom and awareness to show me, not resist and react to it, not agree and align with it, allow a communion with it. And to like, what can we create together that's never existed before? And to be those leaders and to be the leader of our own reality as a communion and not, and, and whatever it looks like and whatever it takes and whoever and whatever told me in any lifetime, everywhere I bought or sold those points of view or allowed others to impel it, whatever I've believed in any lifetime, past, present, future, that wouldn't allow that. I'm now just asking that we destroy and uncreate it times a gazillion, right, wrong, good, bad, pop, call, nine, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And that's the clearing statement of access consciousness. You can go to theclearingstatement.com. But to really um, diligently let go of, unwind, and choose beyond those points of view that would not allow whatever flying means to you, whether it's physically flying or all the things you were told you couldn't do that you now can choose and be and create a future that has never existed before. (laughs) I love it. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing to allow yourself to choose what's truly true, true for you, even if it's totally different than anybody else you know. And it's like, allow yourself to become 
everything you're really capable of. And that's like, that's the gift that each of us is when we're truly being ourselves. Because it's like, if, if you can choose something that nobody else in your life can choose, it actually becomes possible and available for other people to choose it if they'd like to. Doesn't mean they necessarily will, but if you choose it, other people can have more ease in choosing it themselves. And that's, I just love that. It's such a beautiful being the leader, And that's being the leader of your own reality. Just think if you could actually fly, how great that would be for the environment. That's totally kingdom of we. <laughs> I love it. That's I mean, awesome. It's pragmatic, it's it's fucking badass. Ecologically sound. And my apologies for anyone offended by me swearing on this podcast. Oh, well. <laughs> oh, my God. Too funny. <laughs> So what else could we talk about, <laughs> about this uh, topic? Or does it feel like we've gone to where well, we can go I today? I one more thing. Okay. The willingness to receive judgment from others. Because, ah, because yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of people who are listening to this podcast and are like, oh my God, tell me more. I want to know more, choose more, be more. And there's probably a lot of people who are judging the hell out of it and judging the hell out of us right now. And that is totally fine, that it's absolutely a choice. One of the things they talk about in Access is about, again, that, that consciousness includes everything and judges nothing, which means that you include, you include judgment as well. Doesn't mean you have to be judgmental yourself, but you include it that there are people that have judgment and that when you have allowance for it and you receive it, it just ends up making you more money. So anybody judging, thank you. Cha-ching, ching, ching. <laughs> Whatever. And that, and that to truly be the leader of your own reality, you absolutely have to receive judgment if you're not gonna allow yourself to be stopped. Yes, that is key. So um, yeah, most people use judgment like a weapon um, to try to control other people or limit other people and get them to stop choosing or stop being what they themselves will not choose and be. And that's the thing that is makes it like kind of funny and not relevant. <laughs> it's like, wow, if another person thinks you're awful and terrible and the worst person ever, okay, so what? <laughs> you know, like why should their point of view or their judgment matter to you? You know, one of the things that I know we're getting deeper and deeper, I love it. With, <laughs> we're going places that I didn't know we'd be going. And that's the thing about consciousness is it leads you, you know, consciousness, I think, like the willingness to be it and choose it. Like for me, consciousness is a leader in my world that I'm going there. And a lot of things don't make sense and it's a choice. And it's, it's a choice that is, it's a, I want to say 
consciousness being a leader in your reality, like we're leaders, we're going there whether anyone's going or not. Consciousness is going there whether we go or not. And it's not, it doesn't really work where it's selective awareness of it. <laughs> right. pick this, but I don't pick it because then again, you're using judgment, not awareness to make your choices. So that's like where you're not really going in the direction of being a leader in your own world. You really, it, it never looks like you imagine. It shows up the way it's going to show up and having that allowance for it and knowing you're going there anyways and allowing yeah. it to actually contribute to you because every molecule in the universe and consciousness desires to have your back. And if you're willing to receive it, I mean, you can go whatever. I'm flying in this lifetime. <laughs> so I want to I want to circle back a little bit more to judgment and some more um, practical information for okay. the listeners about judgment and and working with it and not being at the effect of it. So, so one of the ways that judgment works is every time you judge something is right, good, or perfect, or every time you judge something is wrong, bad, and terrible. Those are the the positive and negative judgments. Anything you judge in either positive or negative, it cuts off your awareness of anything that doesn't match your judgment. So how this works in practical terms is, have you ever had a friend that meets somebody and they are like, oh my God, this person is so perfect, right? And you meet the person and you're like, uh, what? <laughs> This person is so not perfect. They have this thing going on. They have this way that they're mean. They have this way that they're judgmental. They have this way that they're like cutting you down. You know, you can see all the things that your friend cannot see because they decided this person is perfect. So like look back in your life when you've had, you know, a girlfriend or a boyfriend who, who introduced you to somebody who they decided they were perfect and you could see all the ways that they were not perfect. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I've never done anything yeah. like that myself. <laughs> oh, you're, you're, oh, a whole nother topic. Yeah. So, so that's an example of judgment in motion, right? That's an example of your friend having a judgment and it therefore cutting off their awareness and where they literally cannot see anything else about the person except for what they decided is perfect about them. So that's like, that's how that works. <laughs> so you can, for, so for being a leader in your own reality, you might consider looking through your life and looking at the life you currently have. And if there's anything that you've decided is absolutely terrible and wrong and awful, or anything that you've decided is perfect and wonderful and all good, <laughs> and just notice. And a question that I like to ask with that is if it, it like if I have something I've decided is perfect, I said, if, if this isn't perfect, or if it isn't just perfect, what else is it? What else could I be aware of about this thing that I, or this person that I've decided is perfect? And you can use it on the other end. Somebody that you absolutely hate or you can't stand being around them or they just totally push your buttons or whatever it is, look at the person and say, okay, besides if I didn't just hate this person, what else could I be aware of about them? 
and just as a way to start opening up that energy and uh, undoing the judgments that you've been functioning from. Because listen, we all do it. We've all been diligently trained on how to judge and that judging is the way to be in life, the way to function and just the way it is. <laughs> so it's going to take practice. It's funny when you talked about like the basketball stars at the beginning of our mm -hmm. call. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that Gary Douglas has said for so many years, because I mean, how many trillions of years have we been around or millions of recorded years, billions of years, the cosmos, who knows? Mm -hmm. um, where he's talked about there's nothing that you haven't been or done. Yes. I mean, you can, you can, if you judge something because you've been there and done that in another life, and I thought, wow, okay. So all these glorified, <clears throat> where you said the basketball stars are super, super, superheroes. Yeah. Well, that would make me a superhero just by the fact that I've been on this planet for lots of lifetimes because I've been there and done that before. Yes. Yeah. That, it's a great tool. I actually used that tool for about a year and a half straight. Um, several years ago, I did that where everything that I had a judgment of, be it positive or negative, I would ask myself to destroy and uncreate every time I've been that way or done that thing. Like been like the person I'm looking at and any judgment, just any, anything like, you know, frowning about or poo-pooing what they're wearing or like, oh my God, I can't believe somebody would have that color of a car or like whatever. We have all these silly judgments. There's so many goofy things that we judge. <laughs> but I would destroy and uncreate every, every judgment that I had about it being horrible or wonderful or really good and the best or terrible and the worst. And it was amazing the amount of freedom that I had after a year and a half of doing that. I... Love that. Well, I think that we might have fried our listeners. This is a, a <laughs> yes. We could, there's so many other things we could talk about with this. Um, I get that we need to have another conversation on this again. Yeah. We might do a part two of this because there's yeah so many great nuggets in here. Is there any last things that you'd like to say for the listeners? Um, yeah, I would say, what would it be like to have allowance for you and drop all the judgments of you? and just be present with yourself and look at what you've been choosing, not from the right or wrong of it, but for what it's been creating in your life. And ask yourself if you'd really like to keep choosing that same thing, that same point of view, that same reaction, that same energy, that same kind of interaction, uh, or if you'd like to start choosing something else. And you don't even have to know what that something else is. It's really just the acknowledgement of what you've been choosing and the acknowledgement that now you'd like to start choosing something else and discover what that is to choose different in the face of all the things that show up in your everyday life. Yes. And I want to add something to that before we wrap, which is that for the listeners that don't really know that much yet about allowance, <laughs> a tool to use and you don't have to know how it works. You just ask for your allowance to expand. And I really yes. just ask for your allowance to expand. Um, and I really want to encourage for anyone who hasn't done stuff with access consciousness, go to accessconsciousness.com or Google it because there's so many wonderful facilitators in the world. 
tons of free stuff out there to get you started to see if it's something you really like. Huge contribution. It'll make some of the stuff we talked about and changes that you now are aware of that you are choosing to change, it'll make it so much easier to choose them, to change it, to unravel stuff, to get clearer. So please, please, please just look at it. You don't have to buy anything. You can get free stuff that'll get you started. Um, can't say enough good things about it. I do wanna say, Heather, I'm so grateful to have you here. You're such a gift in my world and to the world and to so many of us. And I would like to have you tell the listeners the different places they can find you if they would like to know more about your offerings, your free stuff, your sessions. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, HeatherPSmith.com is my website. And you can also find me on accessconsciousness.com forward slash Heather Smith. And uh, I have a profile on there so you can see my access classes and uh, read more about me on either of those websites. So check Yay. it out. And I personally have lots of sessions with you um, yeah. both as your friend and as a client. And it always creates such great change. So I really want to encourage people to come in and find you and see um, what kind of offerings you have. And I want to thank all the listeners in the world for um, listening to this. If you have any questions or comments or other things you'd like us to talk about in the future, please reach out. We'd love to hear from you. And uh, take good care and be well. And we'll see you soon. Stay tuned for the next podcast coming next week. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining us for the Economy of Consciousness podcast. We're so grateful to have you here. If you found this information helpful, please go to nearmanacoffman.com and you can subscribe. Also, please do share it with your loved ones. And we would be grateful if you gave us a five-star review. We'll see you real soon. The economy of